The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. And always, we are going to talk good stuff about sports. We got Last week we talked about the NBA with Reggie Slater. Uh, we get on preseason, which was actually um, pretty good. Um, preseason started in the NBA. Everything is going great there, especially with Derrick Rose with the Bulls. But this week we're talking about a lot of injuries in the NFL this week. Last week, actually. Um, a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of injuries with star players, and we're going to talk about which team is affected by each of these injuries. And um, actually, we want to start with those Chicago Bears. Um, Jay Cutler. <laughs> it's amazing how every year he gets injured. And just, the team just fall apart after week six, week seven of the season. Um, we have a lot of our callers call in that's going to speak about the Bears, which I feel that the Bears are just going nowhere this year. Um, Every year it's the same old thing with them, you know. They play and uh, great in the first three weeks of the season, and after that, <laughs> just a big flop. But as we spoke to him, we had our guest um, John call in, and he spoke about the Bears, um, the offensive tackle, and how they was playing great on offense. Which usually is, you know, not it's what the Bears do. Um, play great on offense, but their defense usually break down second half of the season. And we'll discuss that more with our caller. And also, we're going we're gonna to speak about how the new coach is affected, how they got rid of Lovey Smith. I mean, for the same thing that this coach is doing. Lovey was a, a defensive-minded coach. This coach now they have is an offensive-minded So I mean, what's the difference if your defense is not playing great and your offense is? So we're going to speak about that. Also, we're going to speak about, you know, um, definitely I talk about the Eagles. Um, how actually, the Eagles got the same thing as the Bears are. Great offense, but the defense is horrible. So we discussed that about the Bears and the Eagles, how they match up and which team win in the VFL day. And then also we're going to talk about the big game between the Broncos and the Amphis. We'll speak, speak about that. And talk a little bit more how Peyton Manning fanned out and actually got beat by his old team he went back to play for. So I'm going to do that. But what we're going to do right now is uh, we're going to take an early break. Then we'll come back from a break. We're going to have our caller call in and then we'll get 
get to talking. So this is James Levin. We'll be right back after this break. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving back with Loving That Sports Talk. And uh, like I said, always... Finally got our callers. Call in all right. You there, Kelly? Oh, I'm here. I'm here, James. I'm here. How you man, doing I'm, today? I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. This, this weather is up and down, but it's okay. It's shot town weather. But I had a well, question for you today. Well, okay, go ahead. You know, but you know, I got a lot for you, so you better get ready. Yeah, I'm ready. You know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what, where the Bears gonna find themselves at with Cutler with this injury. That's a it, good it point. It seems like, man, it's one thing after another. We can't seem to never get up. That's a good point. Uh, I, was, I was telling you that uh, before you came on, you know, uh, we were going to talk about the Bears' this injury, and, and I was talking to a lot of Bears players, I mean a lot of Bears fans, um, Kelly, and it just seemed like every year, Kelly, the Bears, you know, do great, and 
week one through six, and then after that, it's just dying. Color is not the answer. I mean, do you feel that he's an answer for the Bears, or do y'all need to look in the college for another quarterback? You know, I, I, honestly, I really think that uh, he kind of loses his, his drive, his momentum. I think we need to uh, switch, flip somebody, do something, because uh, it's like he, he loses his, his motivation. And it, it always hurts us towards the end of the season. We always fall short. I think we got to do something in order for the Bears to get on top. Okay, you look at it. You guys fired Larry Smith and felt this new coach is going to do a better job, you know, offensively. But it seemed like he's not doing nothing defensively, and that's what Larry Smith was doing. Do you think it's, it was a better to get rid of Larry? You know, honestly, I, I, I really don't think that was a good choice because you can have the best coach in the world, but if the player's not doing what they're supposed to do, of course it's going to make the coach feel like he ain't doing what he's supposed to do. You can spend all this money on the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, all the top-notch guys, but if they're not catching the ball, if they're not running their routes right, if they're not holding the line long enough for the quarterback to throw the ball, it, I mean, they're not doing their job. So, I mean, I can't say that Lovey did a bad job. I can say that the team wasn't functioning fully as a team or they wasn't listening. Well, well, Kelly, and, and I mean, I don't, I'm too much really don't follow, I kind of like him, but I know you follow back, you wouldn't get your little office, we'll talk about that later in the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, if, if, I got if my look, best hat on now. <laughs> if, if you look at it, um, all the time, it's colors thrown to um, Brandon Marshall, that's going to seem, teams that catch on to that during the year, and then they're going to, Start double him. Then what are you guys gonna do there? Well, you know, it's like chess. You know, uh, you got to make uh, not a for now move. You have to make a move that's continuously that's going to eventually win, win the game. And I think that's what it has to do concerning Brandon Marshall. You know, a lot of times you you see they they do a lot of things for for now, but we got to do the thing that's going to win the game and win the season and hopefully the Super Bowl. And I think that we've been playing just for for now, you know. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, you know, by being a, a fan the way I am, diehard, Southtown fan, <laughs> I feel that uh, it's a lot of things we, we probably do have to mix up. But, you know, uh, it's got to come from the head. Well, Kelly, I just got an uh, email flash across my screen for you, and uh, it's from Dante from Kansas City. And it says, Kelly, do you honestly really think the Bears are going to go to the Super Bowl this year? Wow. And that's, that's uh, right now, from what I see right now, uh, I think I think it's like a seesaw type of balance thing that's going on right now. And seeing that color is hurt, we have to look at the reality of the game, and we have to look at what we have to use and. uh Color is our mainstream, you know, quarterback. But uh, I think the Bears can do it. It's all about desire, the motivation. And uh, if they don't have the true desire, they won't win. But I'm going to tell you, James, if we got that desire and that hunger, I think we can win the Super Bowl. Well, Kelly, y'all hear that every year. It's the same thing every year. I hear the Bears saying, same year, we got the desire on, we go to the Super Bowl. Then next year, uh, I mean, come on, look at your last. Kelly, I'm 7-0. <laughs> 
After that, y'all lost every game. I mean, what wow. does that hunger? Am I right? Come on now. Let's be honest. Well, you, well, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. It seems like misfortune seems to follow us down the line. And I'm not saying that to make an excuse, but it seems to, uh, something seems to happen. I might get hurt. Something's not holding up. But, uh, you know, I don't think the switching of the coach made the difference. I think it's going to be the players. It's always going to be the players. Now, if I give you the right assignment, say you run a, a, a wide and out, and you don't run it, and, I, and the quarterback throws the ball, it's going to the wrong spot. So we got intercession, and it seems like that's what seems to hunt us sometimes. But I think we're going to the Super Bowl. I think we're going to the Super Bowl, and I'm going to tell you something after the bye week, I'm going to really know for sure. But as a Bears fan, I'm going to stand on that. I ain't going to never waver. <laughs> well, tell you what. <laughs> You got to stand on something, Kelly, because you went and brought all that gear, that outfit. So you got to. I know, look. <laughs> I got on the bear side and the curl side. I'm dry hard. Socks is on my back. <laughs> and black is on my shoes. <laughs> this is what we got to do, Kelly. We got to take a break. When we come back, we got more questions to talk to you about. We got on this. Only got one undisputed team in the NFL, and then we'll talk about the team, other teams, you know. So um, you'll be back. Don't hold, don't hold on, Kelly, all right? Okay, I'm here. This is this is James Lovey and um, your host for Love and Sports Talk and my guest Kelly with his Bears gear on today. We'll be right back. <laughs> your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. 
James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving back with Loving That Sports Talk. And I got my guest, Kelly. You there, Kelly? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Kelly, you still got the gear? You still got the gear? I I got my gear now. I went and got my cup. It's on now. <laughs> I'm going I'm to go stand outside. <laughs> well, tell her, listen, you got the gear because we're going to go to a Bears game actually next week. Right, Kelly? Yes, that's right. That's we're right. We're going to be on the field. We're supposed to be on the sidelines. So that's going to be... Real fun, you know, being at that game. You know, that's going to be good. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Looking forward to really seeing those guys in action. Yeah. Okay, let's get to it. Um, first, before we get back talking to the unfitted team, the Chiefs, um, <laughs> you know, Adrian Peterson has um, been going through something the last couple of weeks. His son yes. was killed, you know, and, you know, but people saying that he shouldn't be playing. Now, I know you, you know, I spoke with you, you talk, you kind of like an emotional speaker, you talk with kids, and you know, do you think that helps him or hurt him, you know, playing the game and after going through this tragic, do you think that's a, um, something to relieve the pain from him to play the, in the game, or should he just be sitting on it, you know, what do you think? Well, I, I have to be, you know, first I want to say, you know, I send my condolences uh, to Adrian Priest and his family. But, uh, you know, people deal with death and uh, tragedy in all different shapes, forms, and fashions. Some people eat a lot. Some people drink. Some people go to drugs, you know. Uh, Now, the way he dealt with uh, this tragedy and was to play the game, maybe that was his way of coping. But we always need need to uh, have an understanding of who we are because if we have behind... Uh, not grieving or had taken the proper time to grieve, you know, uh, then we allow things to come in. But, you know, he continued to, to uh, he went and played the game, and uh, I applaud him for that because that's something that he chose to do, and he felt in his heart that he had a, a, a reason to do it. Now, if that was his way, uh, you know, I can say nothing about that. Now, a lot of people say he shouldn't have played and this, that, and other. Well, you know, they're not agents, and they uh, have their own opinion, and everybody is entitled to their own opinion. But uh, that's what he wanted to do. I would not uh, tear him down for that. Uh, but I will also definitely encourage him to, you know, take time, you know, to, to, uh, to grieve properly. I do believe we need time to grieve properly. But if he does that in his quiet time, his rest time, then, then that's what he's doing. And, uh, you know, I cannot knock him for what he did by playing the game. And you said something real interesting, Kelly. I want to kind of talk a little bit about some people grieve and they drink and they, they do drugs and all like that. You know, at least he's not doing that, right? He's doing something that he loves doing is taking his mind. You know what I'm saying? And, and that is, yeah. you, know, you know, but that's the game that, you know, that makes him feel you know, I want to say safe and comfortable, and you know, and and going out there on that field don't mean he don't care about his son. Am I right, Kelly? Exactly. You know, it, you know, that's his extended family, and uh, I I can um, probably hope to probably think that he was saying that you know he wanted to uh, also be there for his family too. He didn't want to let uh, his other side of his family down while 
going through this process. So, you know, um, I believe that he has a strong mind. And if you look at his comeback, if you look at the things that he did to come back and uh, almost break that record, my goodness. I mean, you know, it takes a strong mind and a strong-willed person to even uh, do what he did in, uh, uh, at full force. So to, to question his motives, to question his, uh, his decision-making in this, uh, I believe that he did it under the uh, right frame of mind that he, he do everything, and that's taking care of business, you know, whether it be at home or at his job on that field. So I kind of wanted to throw that out there because, like you say, people grieve different, you know. So, I mean, just because he's out there playing, don't mean he's thinking about his little boy that was killed, you know. Exactly. You know, and um, people, you know, people tend to, to, to throw the whip out there and just lash at everything that they feel, you know, uh, is wrong. But uh, I'm glad he didn't turn to drugs. I'm glad he didn't turn to alcohol. I'm glad he didn't allow anger to set in uh, and uh, and lash out in such uh, violence and bitterness. But he went out there and he went and played the game. And I believe he was loving his son every step of the way. Uh, it's impossible to be the man that he is, uh, the role model he is, the father that he is to to forget about his son even on the field. You know, and for those uh, that want to point the finger or be really judgmental and harsh at this time. I, I I think they should rethink, you know, some things. Hey, hey Kelly, fans can be torturous to, to the players. You know that? I mean, they can they be can. rude and all like that. You agree? I, I definitely agree. You know, myself, sometimes I, I want to be hard against the coach because <laughs> I feel like I got a better play, you know, that I would have ran. But, uh, you know, I guess that's a part of being a fan and having a, a, a very, very loving for the game, you know. And uh, it's just that, you know, sometimes they, some people just don't have a sense of compassion. And I think, you know, um, some fans are fanatics, whereas that they overstep, you know, that line and that boundary. And they give these guys a hard time, really a hard time when, you know, uh, you, you get a guy that weighs – Two, two forty, two fifty, you know, crashing up against you, you no know, full speed, you know. Then <laughs> I right. think you have a better frame of mind. <laughs> well, well, you said something, Kelly, and, and I hear a lot of players when they get into back and forth with these these fans or whatever. They they sit there and say, "Hey, we're person too. We human too. We have feelings." Everybody think you know right. these players supposed to be these hard enough, but they are people too, right? They have feelings. Right. I mean, you know, you can. You know, I see a lot of fans just go at players, just totally, you know, and, and they're like, hey, come on, I got feelings too. What you saying, I don't like, you know? You, you know, some people think that, you know, these people, just because they're on TV and they stars, that they're not human. They're human too. They have emotions. They have uh, good and bad thoughts. You know, they have struggles too. And, um, you know, we tend to, as fans, put them on such a high pedestal. Whereas that we we tend to forget that we forget we uh, really don't want to acknowledge that they're human. We want to think that they're continuously superhuman, superhuman, you know. So uh, you know it can be hard. We you know fans we do be kind of rough on the guys sometimes, but you know it's about uh, we step we step sometimes. Let me say this out of uh, clarity and reality, 
in order for, you know, hoping that we win games and things like that. But uh, the reality of the thing is that they're still human, and I think we should treat them as we want to be treated, you know, because respect is continuously a two-way street. Yeah, Kelly, you can't be coming over here using these big old words, all right? Now you got me okay? <laughs> you know, man, you know. Clarity, thing, and um, clarity and receptive and all that, okay? <laughs> I got my dictionary right here. Yeah, yeah, I know you do these big old words. I'm trying to Google them every time you say one word, okay? The thing, you know, about it is that, you know, we learn, we know that uh, kids, they say kids learn, but more so kids model. And yeah. and they model themselves after what they see and hear. And uh, continuously by being, a, you know, a mentor to uh, children, I, I try to always say the right things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Um, yes. What does that show with Adrian going out there to play the game? What do kids see in him going out there playing the game and his son? What what message is that doing? You know, I believe what, what the children see, and, and, and I have to really look at this. The children that watch him, that pay attention to him, that, that follow him, they have to see... Uh, motivation and determination. They had to see a man continuing to to go out here and battle on this field, but also deal with the tragedy in his personal life. I believe they seen a, a strong man. They seen a player, but they see a strong man, and they see not to uh, to get up and keep going. Get up and keep pushing. Even though the, the 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 bricks may fall or the rain may come down hard, I really believe that they seen that uh, he he got up and continued to push and, and didn't stop and falter. And I think Can't they wait. took some positive from that. I really do. Kids, yeah. you know, kids that really pay attention and, and understand, they they see that. They see that. They see why not. They see why not to get stagnant when you run up against something. They see how to get up and keep pushing. And being positive at doing it. Like I said, he didn't go out and wild out. You know, he, he continued to stay focused. And, and you, that's and you the most important thing. I, I like that what you said, Kelly, because the kids do see that somebody that went through something and they and that and that favorite player is still out there, you know, performing, but he's performing still great and showing that hey I think I, just, I think that Adrian Adrian uh, had that on his mind too. Be honest with you. I, I think Adrian had that on his mind on also uh as being a role model is to uh to still project, you know, the realness of life, but also project, you know, continuing to get up, to get back up and keep pushing. You know, look at the injury he suffered. You know, wow. That and then this and to keep going. But I mean that's something for uh for kids to take today and, and you know, add to them. You know, I got a word for you. Important. More Google this perseverance, right, Kelly? Yes, perseverance. See, you know, I perseverance. found the word. Yeah. You, you like want to know what perseverance <laughs> is? 
Adrian running over people. <laughs> I'm pushing that record. <laughs> See, I found the word. <laughs> but it's a dance. Look at Peyton uh, Manning. Yeah, yeah, from the chicken soup or so. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. 
James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jack Lovingback with Loving That Sports Talk. I have my guest, Kelly. Is that Kel? Now, I'm here. Well, Kelly, I'm ready for you now. I went and broke out the okay. weapon dictionary. So any, <laughs> any words you say, I already know. Cacalucilis, I got it. You got the roof so with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get started on the Broncos thing, I want to give a shout-out to um, um, Lisa. Uh, Lisa always texts me before the show, so I'll have a great show. And I hope her kids, Jimmy and Nancy, are doing great in football. And always to downtown Chief Diane Brown, Kansas City, text me all the time. Great show. Hey, Kelly, what's going on with her chief? The seven and zero. You think they're going to continue that? Well, you, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, them boys look awful serious. They look awful serious. And uh, wait, somebody better get ready. I don't know if they, they're ready for the youth. I see that hunger, that desire. I, I'm telling you, these boys hungry. That's what I see. I think they're ready. But are they good enough, you think, Kelly, to – I mean, they're winning. The, the teams they're playing are not that great team. Jacksonville, right. uh, Cleveland, right. you know, that's, I think the one they did true. beat was Dallas. Dallas was all right. But can they sustain this winning thing, you know, this first year in with Andy Reid? Can they do that? Well, I always say this. If you're hungry enough, you'll eat. Mm-hmm. And if you want it bad enough, you'll win. Now, they have had, they, they, you know, they left teams that uh, probably weren't, you know, real strong in a lot of people's eyes. But you know what? I, I see a hunger in these boys. From the defense to the offense, I, I see these boys hungry. And I think that's what's going to do it. Now, if we're talking about them, like, you know, having to play the Bears, <laughs> they're going to lose. <laughs> There you go with that gear again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but them, them boys they they kind of hot now. They got to play the Browns next, right? Yeah, they play. I believe they have to play the Browns next. So, uh, wow, it's gonna be on. Always happen on Kelly team that you say, all right, we say Cleveland Brown. Oh, they should blow Cleveland out. Those are teams where you end up losing when the team should win. You know what it comes from? It comes from. You know, uh, uh, underestimating other team or really getting too big headed. Now they they on the winning streak, but I think they should go uh, into that game not underestimating them boys and uh, really going in there playing hard. You know, like I mean, play every game hard. You know that, but you know, just don't you know count these boys out because you know the underdog will, will snatch it out your mouth and you'll be toothless. <laughs> Let me say that because that kind of throws me into that Denver and the Indianapolis Colts game. Um, the Colts was the underdog. You know, do you think Denver went in there and took them too lightly, or do you think they had Peyton Manning number? Uh, wow. They had, you know, they had both something to prove. You got Indianapolis, you know, his, his last team, you know, he had played so many years there. And then, you know, the trade and then the thing with the, the owner just said, you know, all the things that's circulating with that drama. And, and, you know, he wanted to go back in there. He got a warm reception. But uh, they wanted to prove that they really didn't need him. And uh, I don't know if they pretty much had his number. You know, like I said, any given Sunday, it can go either way. But 
I believe Peyton wanted to uh, win that game, definitely. But Indianapolis, I think, have more to prove. This, so this, if they had his number, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Did that game show you that maybe Denver cannot make it to the Super Bowl? Did that? I mean, it kind of showed me, like I was telling you, was a break. Anybody to score with Denver could beat them because their defense is horrible. You know, I, I Denver. I, I, you know, I'm gonna tell you this, and you know, it's 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 shaky. It's it's not shaky, but it's shaky. But Denver, you know, with the defense, oh, it's it's you know, it's looking kind of wet. But uh, you can have the best quarterback in the world, but if you can't stop the other team, you you know, you ain't gonna win no game. You really ain't, and I. I really feel that uh, the defense definitely has to step their game up overall. Yeah, this this man, this this is uh this is not like a chess. I mean, uh, um, that you just figure out one day these boys been you know playing this game for a while. So uh, man, the defense definitely got to step it up. They got to clean their cleats and go to work. What what I mean? Let, let me throw this out at you, um, Kelly. What team do you see from the AFC that look great? Do you see in the Super Bowl? What team from the NFC? I see. That's a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> so you go into that. Um, go into that. Deep you know the. Give me one of you know the Bears. They, the Bears coming out of what? That's, yeah, they come out I of the NFC. I I can't take that. I I I just can't pull from that. And that's my reality. Call me a, a, a saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, right. I'm looking the word to call you in the dictionary. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I I think uh, we going we we might have to dip dip off over there, man. I'm, wow. This, I mean, this I mean, awesome. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. tell you what. You tell me somebody not argue that point because uh, I got the dice rolling on this one. Well, I mean, you got to look at, you know, uh, injuries is a key factor, you know. And, you know, you guys got to call about injuries. And you have right. to look at, you know, uh, what team is playing great offense and defense, not just offense. I think New Orleans right. Saints right now. They're the only Ooh. team that's consistent, you know. Right. And you know you what? Don't, you, I, you don't like New I, Orleans over you there? Just help me. You just helped me with my answer because, you know, when I really, when you really think about it, they got coach back. Uh, them them boys, uh, they own something. They they got fire in their eyes. So uh, it's it's then, man. And then it's sad to them. say, if you go to the ALC, look consistent. I mean, the game winning big, but they winning. You got you have to look at Kansas City. I mean, Alex Smith is maintaining the game, and you know he's not losing no games for him. And that defense is is. is it's amazing. Do you agree with that? Wow. Yeah, I, I do agree with it. You know, it hurts me to to, to um, count my boys out, but you know, yeah. the truth is the truth. I, I you know, I, I definitely agree. But you know, like I said, uh, you know, you got a lot of injuries that come into play. But these these two teams that we're speaking on, New Orleans and Kansas City, you know, I, I think you know they they got a big healthy meal in front of them, and them boys is gobbling it up. And then that 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 looks like a great battle right there. What do you, what do you think of New England? I'm you, I mean, New England all these problems. New England, I I think they had their ride. I think they had their ride. You know, New, New England and, and Brady. You know, I, 
I, I think they had to right. I think it's over for them boys. Them boys need to go back to the drawing board, shake something up, uh, kick, uh, kick a few rocks, and get it, get it back going. Because they looking real shaky to me. That's just my opinion. <laughs> what do you think about Pittsburgh? Do you think Pittsburgh had that ride, too? Well, Pittsburgh ain't looking Pittsburgh. too good. You know, I mean, you know, they. I hear a few things about Coach and, and you know, uh, Roethlisberger, you know, I really think uh, Pittsburgh is in a bad spot. And I uh, currently they look like they're mentally out the game if you've seen how they play. And let me ask you this. You said a player who's not coached. If Pittsburgh season keeps going the way it is, you know they're going to fire the coach. you agree with that? And you, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's the axe coming down, ain't it? The coach, he definitely going to. I really think uh, Coach is in for it. I think he might get the old, the old hammer this rip. Um, can I say it's his fault? I gave you my opinion on, on players and coaches, but uh, I think he's a good coach, but somebody's got the top one. I think they're going to hit Coach if they lose here. They're going to definitely hit Coach. He knows it's coming. He knows it. But then you say players play, coaches coach. You can't, it's the play. The coach gives you the play. It's for you to execute it, right? So why are you blaming the coach now? But you know what? It's, it's, it's always got to fall on somebody. You know, even though they, they if, even if they run, run the wrong routes or run the wrong play, you know, it's, it's, it's got to fall on the head. Because the body ain't, it ain't producing nothing. So, I mean, if they cut the head off and put a new head on, that's what they're going to do. And that's what I feel that's going to happen with uh, Pittsburgh. So you're in agreement when things are falling for a team, the coach should be the first to go. Are you, you, mm-hmm. you agree to that? Nah, that? That ain't always in, in, in my best opinion. I think uh, the Jets coach should have been gone because of the decision he was making uh, with the quarterback and that whole scene. Um, and continuously, I mean, just wouldn't let off of that, but uh, – in some instances, no, but in, in a lot of instances, I think some of the players should um, go second string, put somebody off the bench and get them in there and get them a chance. Cause it seems like a lot of times you pull some of them players off the bench, they got something to prove. So they're going out there getting the interceptions, getting the sacks, you know what I'm saying, making the plays, the catches, and I think that's what they have to do sometimes. But, you know, these guys got some contracts. They got to play, you know, uh, so many minutes or – you know what I'm saying? There's so many things riding on the board that, you know, I guess they ain't doing it. But I don't know the inside of that juice like that. I totally agree with you when you said the Jets coach should have fired me, but you got to look at different owners take a lot from different coaches. I mean, the Giants, Tom Coffle been on the hot seat for years, you know. Years before when yeah. they six, they still didn't fire him. And look at now, they still don't even talk about firing him. It's it's always up and down. It's always a seesaw type of game. You know, we do good, we alright. We do bad, we gonna we gonna get rid of them in this. It's it's always up and down. But you know, I'm looking at uh, Eli. You know, Eli looking. He's just not looking right to me. You know, but you can't blame the coach for that. But you know, it's just them guys over there in New York. They gotta do something. Eli gotta get his head back in the game. He got to. He got the function back. We'll take our last break. We'll take our last break. When we come back, we're going to talk about your bull. We can't wait oh, to hear can what you're Oh, can we do that? 
<laughs> so when we come back from Ray, we'll let Kelly talk about his goal. We'll be right back. You know what? I I got a question for you. Go ahead. What you think about them getting on the high school team about conceding that game? Uh, well, we'll talk about that when we come back. We'll right. come back from Ray. We'll ask that question. Okay. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Yes, it's James Loving with Loving That Sports Talk. And my guest, Kelly, you there, Kelly? Yeah, I'm here, James. You had an interesting I'm cool um, question before we left for a um, break. That um, there was a high school game, and the score was ninety-one nothing. And you know, as we get more into it, you know, the lady, a parent called the school, uh, uh, made a complaint, and um, there was bullying. Um, before you get going, um, Kelly, I went to a high school game maybe three weeks ago, and the score okay. was forty-one nothing in the first quarter. Going into the second, and a parent looked over and said, "How can you, um, the team that was losing? How can you get your kids up to play with a score like that?" And I thought about it. It seemed like the kids gave up. Now the other team was still playing hard and scoring, but like you were saying during the break, how can you tell kids not to play hard? Go ahead, Kelly. 
you, you know, uh, this is a this is a competitive sport, and uh, you you cannot. And I I believe it's bad for for the kids if you tell them you know to to stop playing hard. And you know when a team you know they're getting beat like that, of course they emotionally out the game, they mentally out the game, and they done gave up, so they're not playing their hardest. But you know, as being a mentor, I believe uh, and what I you know tell the children, you got to take the the negative and turn it into a positive. You know, and and I think instead of you know coming down on the team that that won at such a wow enormous score, uh, I mean, good job. You know what I'm saying. And um, we need to play like this every day, you know. But uh, for the team that lost, I, you know, I, you know, I would definitely tell the tell the young guys, you know, lift your head up. It's the game, so uh, let's learn from it. Let's learn how not to lose like this ever again, you know. And not just here in high school, but when you get to college, and you know, you know, hopefully you go to the NFL, and hopefully in the NFL you continue to get up. You don't let one player, two get two plays take you out the game. And uh, you have to motivate these kids but to to say the things that the parent was saying about the bullying and things like that. You know, that's that's a mom that's just is uh, uh, over emotional and don't I believe understand the game. <laughs> you know, I have two questions. First one is is um, as you were saying, I mean, our engineer Kevin made a good point. He said the mom is bullying the coach. How you feel about that? I mean, she's basically trying to make the coach feel like he did something wrong, right? Yeah, you, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Her son must have been on the team that was that lost. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you something. You, you, she is, uh, you know, talking loud, as they say. She's talking loud and she's mad because she feels, now we're talking about her, she feels that he should have had his, his team concede. You know, never. No, you, you can't do that. Like I said, you know, uh, like, yeah, she is a bully in her own little way. You know, you want to try. I, she was trying to run the bully guilt game, <laughs> you know, make him feel guilty about uh, what he did, you know, and how he ran his his, uh, his team. You know, so uh, she just eh, probably needs to drink some Gatorade and uh, <laughs> and watch the game. <laughs> yeah. Or get one of those, put on that gear that you got on, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> she goes, she needs to get some napkins and quit crying. You know, it's a game. It's a competitive sport. I mean, it's a winner and it's a loser. And I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not going to go the way you want it to go. Yeah, uh, she needs to understand that. So she want to lash out at, you know, the coach. So. Well, my second question is, you lose in 91. And you the coach. What do you out there to tell those kids to how to keep playing and keep them into the game? I mean, you're in the third quarter, nine one nine. What do you tell those kids? You know, definitely, definitely, something would have to be done. But you know, it's a team effort, so all the coaches got to be on the same team. But you know, this is what definitely I would tell my kids if I was coaching the game. You know, would definitely tell them to snap out of it. Okay, we we down by this, but but let's get back into the game. Let's get in the game. Let's let's start thinking, being thinkers out there. Let's start making good passes, you know. Let's start making the right blocks. Let's do this. Let's get in the game, y'all. It ain't over. You know, the, uh, you know if we sit here and nothing, play, it's over. <laughs> say that again. It's over. 91 to nothing is over. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. 
I done seen Jordan do some amazing things with seconds. <laughs> well, go on what and you do your bulls, Jordan? Yeah, you have four minutes left for Coach. What's your bulls going to do? You know, I just tell my boys, you know, uh, like I said, the bulls, we ain't gonna, you know, the bulls is outstanding. But, you know, back to these young cats, you know, these, these young players, I, I think, you know, the best thing to tell the, the, the guys is keep your head up. Let's see how not to win this, uh, lose like this ever again. And uh, let's go out there and play hard till the game is over. Yeah. Yep. And back to the drawing board. You know, that's the best thing you, you can tell them at that point, you know. It's on the yeah. side. I mean, you can't you can't shoot them a fantasy. You got to shoot them reality, that's and that's true. the best thing to tell them. Derrick Rose is just awesome. What's reality with those Bulls? Are they going to do something with Derrick back or what? Man, Derrick playing like what a champion. You don't see him. You see them feet moving at the the hand game. I mean, just everything. <laughs> he just getting it in. He just he's doing it. like he ain't never left the game. But he looks strong. He looks so much stronger, yeah. so much faster. Uh, NBA got their hands cut out for him this year. Hey, you heard he what take, he said. He's three, he he taking more three-point shots. I mean, his passing, his looking, his, everything is, is top-notch. What did he say? He said, my mom on the court. I'm going to run over, didn't he? <laughs> Excuse me, mom, because can you pick moms up right quick? I got to scold his butt. Uh, he, 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 I mean, definitely he got something to prove, but I think he's being wise at doing it. He's he working his three-point game. You know, it, he, just everything. He shots everything. He's fast. He's just, he just on the move right now. And I think, I'm going to tell you something, LeBron and them watching too. They watching him. Everybody watching him. Everybody is watching him. And guess what? He's saying, look at me. I'm back. Okay, well, he's going to drive past the stadium right now. <laughs> well, we only got one minute to call. I just want to thank you again for being on care. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. Do me one favor. Thank you for having me. Do me one but favor. I want to, can I say one thing? I just want to, you know, uh, continue to uh, uh, encourage the kids, man, to, to continue to play hard and keep their head up in, uh, in all sports and activities and never give up. And can I Shout say one thing? Shout out to right start. Can I say one thing? You sure can. Take that gear off. <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> I got my blanket, too. We're going all the way. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Kelly. Thanks for having me, Jerry. All right, it's another great show. Yep, oh, as always. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com.
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.